It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vets, two opinions, one based in reality, and one based in what do you bet on Twitter? With music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I am your not so humble host, Jonathan Barnett. And with me this week, a special guest, we have Joshua Barnett. So, you don't have a nickname like with Aaron and I do. I'm not going to No. We just, well, the nickname that, that I've had for you, we don't. We don't put it on here frequently. I did use it at football camp when I was coaching you, though, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they were like, what was that? Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did, did anyone pick up on that? Like, my cool nickname for Josh? They're like, hey, that's a cool nickname. We should use that for him? Nope. No? No. <laughs> I like to think that I'm in touch with the kids today. Like, I, I'm speaking their language. I was like, this is a cool nickname. Let's go with this one. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But uh, they they just don't seem to catch on. Not as cool as you. Kids aren't cool these days. Uh, but yeah, that's what we've basically learned. Uh, anyhow, uh, we'll we'll put this out there. Aaron, I think he's 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 doing some camping. I think he might be going out to EAA. He is going to EAA. Um, for anyone who's outside of the state of Wisconsin, uh, EAA is the oh, I forget what the I'll I'll find this out here. I'll look it up again. I always forget this, but it's basically a giant. Um, uh, experimental flight and stuff like that. So they, they, they have a bunch of really cool airplanes and sky shows and it's the experimental aircraft association. So experimental airplanes, I was right on with that, but I always forget the, uh, I always do forget that acronym, but yeah, no, they have a lot of cool stuff. They're going to do a big, I guess Wednesday is their big, um, night show where they're going to be doing a lot of, uh, it's, it's going to be like essentially souped up, uh, fireworks type of, of thing so that should be fun and uh it's gonna be interesting to see all those so i'm, I'm sure he's gonna have a good time with that uh, he's been out there a couple times before they do camping out there they do all sorts of other stuff out there so it's it's a cool event uh for anyone who's ever gone so that's i think that's where he is this week um but other than that uh you can follow this show on twitter at scotty johnny pod you can follow aaron who's not here he would tell you you can find him on cheddar talk Cheddar, cheddar like the cheese, talk like what you do with your mouth. Aaron said that a number of times at this point. So, yeah. And then on top of that, you can follow me at Not So Humble Host. I do it. You should do it. Yeah. If Josh does it, it's definitely cool. The kids are doing it. Um, the Russian bots are doing it. Oh, <laughs> a bunch of Russian bots. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the cool thing to do. Uh, Josh, you have a Twitter follow, which is mostly retweeting things I put on Twitter. I've retweeted maybe two things ever at Josh Barnes sixty six. He's great follow. He's a fantastic follow. He's, I'm sure you'll put up more once fantasy football gets going or something, something like that. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, yeah, there's not all that much to talk about this week, but we'll uh. We'll get what we have, and we'll start it right away, I guess. We don't have – I mean, you have anything cool you want to say before we get going, Josh? Uh, just that training camp's finally started and finally watch football again. So there's, well, there's something, I guess. I've been watching football because, you know, CFL is on. Well, it's NFL is fun. There's some NFL yeah. stuff. And and by the way, this is a Blue Bombers podcast, right? 
This is only Blue Bombers. We, this is, we are here Winnipeg. for Winnipeg. The Blue Bombers undefeated. They were uh, favored by eight this week and covered, by the way. Covered. Boom. They are on fire. That team is so good. They're lit. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> fuego. That team is fire. All right, everybody. Uh, we're going to get going right away with what we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. Well, I kind of hate to do this, but we are going to make main the main events Packers. Yeah. Yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, that is the bread and butter of this show. It is a Wisconsin-centric podcast, and Wisconsin-centric sports is the Green Bay Packers mostly. Uh, and we actually have Packers stuff to say today. Um, and, and I think this will be the last episode of our fourth season because our season our seasons start when the Packers training camp starts. Um, so so that's kind of where we're going to start making the, the, the rift there here. So I believe this will be the last episode. It might be this week. Maybe it's next week um, because the training camp does start Wednesday. Uh, so we might just get one more episode and then start with the preseason games. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, they're going to be starting training camp Wednesday. Players are starting to show up. There was a, the uh, the shareholders meeting, which is a, a big deal. Our my dad and my my mom were there, uh, so Josh's grandma, grandpa. Um, I'm not hearing like bombshells coming out of there. I mean, they released the which is the thing that the rest of the NFL hates about the Packers is they release their their financials. Yeah. And then everyone else knows exactly what NFL teams kind of make, except for the Packers are a well-run, uh, profitable franchise. They're all profitable. Yeah, and there's no NFL thing that's not making money, especially with the new right. NFL Plus. Right, which is going to be an interesting thing to talk about, too, in a second here. But uh, figure this. The, I think it was something like $329 million uh, is just the, the, the amount of money that they get from the NFL shared revenues. That's, that's crazy. How much that money more than covers the salary cap. Yeah, <laughs> so much. Now, yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's it's, incra- it's crazy. Oh, I also I figured I have something else about the, the later. So, okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Don't 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 you worry. Um, but the other things are, you know, obviously the players love seeing this because they're like, wait, all of you made this one. This number here, everybody made. Um, but uh, it looks like it's way more than the salary cap, and we should probably get a bigger chunk of salary right that's why roquan's miss holding out of the bears training camp <laughs> oh, yeah he wants a big contract extension they're not giving it to him no they won't that team is going to be rebuilding for years they can't pay one linebacker that kind of money uh they got another two years before they're gonna have to pay justin uh fields or new york get off the pot because he's gonna be gone then <laughs> um but yeah no the other things are apparently it was kind of released that apparently um Russ Ball and Gutenkunst and Matt LaFleur probably all apparently have gotten extended during this offseason. W move. Yeah, I mean, that's great. These guys have done they've done a good job. I know a couple of people are unhappy with Gutenkunst and a couple of things. Um, I don't know. To, to a certain extent, the things he had to do, he had to do like uh, Adams was not going to play for this team. No, we got the biggest haul we could have possibly gotten. We had a first and a second who we used to get good players. I mean. It was, it was it, always good. Oh, we could do. Yeah. Um, to, to an extent. Yeah. I mean, like he wasn't going to come back. He didn't need to come back. We could have tagged him and made him angry and, you know, just gotten one year at a ridiculously high price. 
uh, or we could do what we did, which is try to get something out of it and just kind of move on. Uh, which we also the the thing about that that they're not getting credit for is it's what Devontae wanted. Like, yeah, he wanted to go from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. Derek <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to hold that against him. He wanted to go to LA, play with his, or not LA, at Las Vegas, LV, and play with his buddy. Yeah, I get um, that. Yeah, I mean, the Packers helped him do a thing. He's been good for the team. He's he's done everything we've ever asked of him. Uh, so the Packers gave him kind of what he was looking for. So that's that's fine. I'm all well and good with that. Yeah. Um, as to your point of Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, um. I also don't blame Devonte for saying that Derek Carr is a Hall of Famer because you hype up your quarterback. That's what you do. Yeah, especially if he's your butt. Yeah, I mean, you you talk about the guy. You know, he, was it the love the one you're with? You know, uh, but <laughs> it's an old song. You don't know this song. I'm but, just agreeing with you. <laughs> you should. Uh, but I mean, like, it, you, you talk up your quarterback. You don't really like. You know, this guy's pretty good, but the guy I was with was awesome. This guy's okay though. <laughs> yeah, you can't say that. <laughs> That's that's not a good thing to say. <laughs> no, I wouldn't start there. So I guess the only thing you could say is um, when they ask you if he's good, you're like, yes, he's good. I think he's gr- he's really good. I think he's he's a Pro Bowl type of guy. I'm very excited for my time with him. But if they don't ask you, like, hey, do you think he's a Hall of Famer? And you go, yeah, of course I do. If you're just sitting there like, what do you think you're a quarterback? And you just go, this dude's a Hall of Famer. And they're like, no, no, he's not. It's not really close. No, the he would have been pushing it if the the year I forget which year it was. Tom Brady got MVP, but it really should have been Carr. It's because Carr got hurt because they yeah. had Amari Cooper on that team. Yeah, and Carr got he he got hurt and missed the last several games. They dropped from the first seed, best record in football, down to like the third seed. It was at least the second. They fell behind the Patriots, who then went out and won a Super Bowl. But I mean, like. Brady was behind, like Derek Carr was leading the MVP until that moment, and then yeah. he, then he missed like the last two games. Team falls out of first. Uh, it goes to Brady. If he if he has that, if he's healthy, he gets that win. Couple wins there. They finish first. Go on win a Super Bowl. Um, you know, because Super Bowl would have run through Oakland at the time. Then, um, yeah, I mean that changes your entire conversation about him because yeah. He was, he was gonna win the MVP that year. You yeah, win. it was. It was. He was definitely the lead guy there. So yeah, that's all all strange and stuff. So, I mean, I don't blame Devontae for saying things crazy things even about his quarterback because you know you should you should hype him up, get him ready. Because <laughs> yeah, that division is good though. I yeah, mean, that's a good division. There's there's Joey Bosa's in that division. Well, it, I mean, they don't have to play against Max Crosby, obviously. But there's that's just good division, just in general. I'm saying, yeah, Chargers got better, and they uh, got Khalil Mack. <laughs> Chargers got Khalil Mack. Yeah, and Joey they got a lot better on, on defense. They're going to be really good. Um, I forget they also picked up shoot J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson. Where did um Robinson? Oh, uh, he went to the Rams. Rams. Okay, Allen right. Robinson. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mean the Chargers got better. Huge on defense. They got a good quarterback. Broncos go out and get their quarterback in Russell Wilson. And they got a good receiving room. Uh, yeah. Chiefs. They still have Mahomes. Step can't back. Count them out really, though. They're a step back. They still got Mahomes. They they basically exchange. Um, uh, I forget that little weird guy's name. McCall uh, Hartman? 
No, McCall Hardman's still there, and they got MVS, and they got rid of. Um, they got Juju Smith-Schuster, and they got rid of. Um, yeah, Byron Pringle. <laughs> He's with the Bears. No, that's not who I'm thinking about. They traded him to uh, the Dolphins. Um, oh, Terry Kill. Terry Kill. There we go. Thank you. I'm having a having a moment there. But they also do have Sky Moore, the rookie. He's this. Yeah. It's not like their wide receiver room is really all that bad. It's just young, no. kind of. No, it's it's just different, and it's a different room than what they've had. So they're gonna have to figure some of that out. I think MVS is gonna really flourish there. He's the best route runner they've got on that team at this point. Juju Smith-Schuster is kind of overrated. Yeah, but he can be there too pretty easily because McCole Hardman's not a good receiver. He's really not. He's a good return man and a not good receiver. So no, he's below average. So yeah, we'll see that. Yeah, that's a tough division. We'll see how that all plays out, but um. The other thing in Lambo that happened this last week was uh, there was a there was a, a footy match out on the pitch, the, the kicking the, the 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 ball, the beautiful game, and after a hard fought wonderful match, it was one one nil, single goal, <laughs> one nil, exciting exciting game. If you like defensive things, I don't know if this was defensive. I, th- these are two of the best five five best teams in the in the world. Right, I mean, like these guys are great. This is a great event. I wish I could have been there just because it would have been more fun to be there. I think it's an event. I mean, yeah, you to stop for all the rain that came through, but it was an event. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if you saw this, but AJ uh, Dillon stuff. Yeah, AJ Dillon. Oh yeah, I saw that. Tell this one. This is amazing. So he was like gonna jump up in the crowds and just do a land belief, but the security guard wouldn't let him. And it's funny because everybody was like, (laughs) like on Twitter saying like, did the security guard? Security guard not know AJ Dillon could crush him with his thighs. They're just clouding on the well, security guard. And it's like there were a couple security guards there who basically obviously led him in to go on the field to hype up the crowd and do stuff and whatever like that. And then he goes over to do a Lambo leap and there's like local police officer doing security, grabs him by the back of the shoulder and is like pulling him back and he's like, Man, I'm AJ Dillon, I'm just gonna do Lambo leap and he like pushed AJ Dillon after that. And you're just like, oh, man, guess who's going to be sent to the uh, evidence room for the next three years? It, he's gonna, it's going to do the where he, uh, the mascot, where he run, run, ran over it. It's going to be 2.0. Oh. That's what should have happened. I mean, obviously no. not. It shouldn't have no. happened. But it would have been so funny. <laughs> because the mascot was in on it. That's different. <laughs> but, but, yeah, no, that was that was strange. It was a strange thing to see happening there. Um. Just to kind of wrap up just a little bit of Packers thing since I got you here, Josh. If you're looking, other than, than Rodgers, uh, who is the one player on this offense you're most excited for for fantasy? Lazard. Really? Okay. I think he takes that step up, and I think Sammy Watkins comes in at the two. But, I mean, I wouldn't draft him early because, okay. I mean, I, just Cobb's the slot guy. Yeah. We'll see how much playing time he's going to get yeah, this but year with some of the Yeah, Sammy Watkins, injury-prone. I wouldn't touch him, but I think Lazard takes that big leap up. Huh. Would you take him first round, though? No. Okay. I was going to say, there's nobody there. It, you're, you're saying at this point that you're taking Lazard over Dylan or... Jones? Or Jones. Are either of them uh, a first-round running back? In I, your mind? I don't think they're first-round running backs. I think AJ Dillon like is a good third round floor. I think he's a really good third round floor, and I think Aaron Jones is a pretty good second round. But let's think top five running backs: Jonathan Taylor, number one; 
Yeah. Christian McCaffrey has to be up there. Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb. And I guess you can say Aaron Jones, five, if you un, unless you think Delvin Cook's going to be better, fantasy-wise. See, this is the thing that's going to be hard is, you know, Jones is splitting carries. Dalvin Cook is going to a team that has now said that they're going to focus on on really passing the ball now. New, oh, yeah, new head coach. I forgot about Austin Eckler. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. But we'll. It's going to be interesting to see. I think that the 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 biggest thing we have in terms of fantasy with those two is obviously the um, the load, and you don't know week to week which one of them is going to be the one. You know, like who's the number one running back on that team? Yeah, it's it's kind of a running back by committee and matchup dependent. Oh yeah, so that that's how we'll see there. Um, the other news coming out so far in this camp is uh, we have Bakhtiari on the pop list, which has freaked out everybody, right? Oh yeah, so many people are like, "This is bad." Uh oh. So what are your thoughts? I mean, like, do, are you that worried about seeing Bakhtiari in the pop? I don't think so. I mean, I, I I'm not really that worried about it. It's a preseason pop list. Yeah, it's not like he's just on the IR for the rest of the season or anything, but it's just. a pretty sure kenny clark was on the pup list the entire preseason last year right yeah like we didn't play anybody any of our starters at all last year that was a mistake yeah it cost us a game but i mean which didn't hurt in the long run but it was dumb um i don't know what the point was um but i mean like the other thing is uh on the pup list as well is christian watson yeah but he we did sign him finally yeah, I guess my my concern on that is, um, I mean, we know exactly what's going on with Bakhtiari. He's still coming off of that. He played at the end of last year. Uh, he had some setbacks as it went along. I mean, the amount of bedwetting over hearing that he still maybe wants to rest and whatever is just like, they're, oh, worst contract ever. You're like, oh, oh yeah, gosh. people are so mad about it. Oh, you haven't seen anything yet. I was like, come on, my man. You, what are you talking about? Um I've seen way worse contracts by the Packers, so we'll we'll see on that. But I mean, uh, Watson is the one where the the thing that gets me a little bit is, what is the injury? Why is he on there? Upper body injury. That's not <laughs> hockey. We can't do that. But I mean, like no. it's um, it's disconcerting at least to say we don't know what that injury particularly is. And they don't have to say because it's the preseason games. Yeah, I've been looking at football, and there's there are preseason betting lines. <laughs> what is the degenerate who's like, man? I got need to. I need to bet on. You know, are they going to win by two points? Is you know, so spreads are like one and a half for a lot of these games. Or it's like, I, I would. You, I wouldn't touch it. <laughs> you're betting on fourth string running backs at that point. <laughs> like yeah, week I, I one too. You're, you're betting on guys who will not be on this team winning a game for you. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's weird. That is strange. Uh, so. It was coming out that the Bears got offered two point two billion dollars, um, to stay, and like remodel Soldier Field to actually stay in Chicago, to like revamp it. They give an answer on that, or just that it like broke, or it like broke. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. So they were offered. Who's offering two billion? The city of like the city of Chicago. Okay, because they really want to keep them there and not because they want to move out obviously so they have their own land and everything Jeez. yeah they, they have talked about this and i listen to some chicago sports talk it definitely has been a point of, of discussion that the bears would move out so i'm seeing this here um masslive.com costar.com uh they're looking at a 2.2 billion dollar dome on soldier field to keep the bears in the city 
obviously, I mean, Soldier Field's in a really good spot, I think, generally speaking. I mean, it's right on the on the lake. It's right by next to the lake. Um, there's some parks around it. Um, it's a it's a good spot. It's by the museums and everything. Uh, by Shedd Aquarium, it's it's in a, a good area where you can kind of walk through a bunch of stuff. Um, I don't know. I think I I would actually be upset if they picked up and moved away from Soldier Field. Soldier Field looks stupid now. Oh yeah, but it's like kind of iconic almost. Like it's historic. Seeing the columns is cool. Yeah. Um, even though they're not like they used to be because the right behind the columns is a spaceship of some sort. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. But, I mean, it, it's a cool facade. It's a historic facade. Uh, playing in that venue is great. If they want to give up their home field advantage by playing in a dome, I just don't get it. Like. Like use your cold advantage on like the Rams or something, right? And they're long grass. the The biggest home yeah. field advantage the Bears have is that the city will not pay to cut the grass. They have the <laughs> longest turf in football. It is what causes the injuries and slows everybody down, and helps their defense. Uh, so I mean, like it it is an advantage to have the field that they have because it's so bad. <laughs> and um, it just. I don't know. I don't get leaving there. I mean, I, I get why you do it for the Bears. You say, I can see what the Packers have because the Titletown District is a money-making machine. I mean, yeah. they're, they're getting rent. They own all the way out to Cabela's for anyone who's been out there. They own, uh, well, they own where the Cabela's is. They're getting rent from Cabela's for the land that Cabela's is on right by the, the highway. They have all the Titletown District. They have like apartments out there now. They have restaurants. They have hotels they have open play areas they have it's an incredible area that they've created out there and it is just a money-making machine and the team will always make money on that because all year round people will go skating there we've gone skating there yep we've gone skating and they, um, have, they always have a ski hill open too well the it's a or, yeah inner tube type hill there so yeah i mean like uh, arian's hill um all that other stuff you know drink hot chocolate walk around do some shopping there's bands and things like the Bears want that. The Vikings wanted that, uh, and they ruined it by like trying to play county against county after they had a deal in place, and they ended up just being back where they are, where they have none of the stuff they wanted. <laughs> yeah. They really, this is not what they wanted. The Viking Stadium is what they settled for. <laughs> it's kind of, it's, well, not just what it looks like, but there's no, there's not a shopping center around there owned by the Vikings. There's the team store inside the the stadium. There's not a district. You want to make money, you need to own a district. The Patriots don't play in Boston anymore. They play in Foxborough. Why? Because they can get a bunch of land. They can build a district. All these these new stadiums people want to build. Where I mean, uh, the, the Commanders they play in Andover, Maryland. Yeah, <laughs> not actually in Washington. No, most of these people don't play in their cities. And technically, technically. The Packers play in actual Albany. Yeah. So, I mean. Props to Chicago for actually playing in Chicago. But, I mean, like, I'd hate to see them leave where they are and go somewhere else. But if they do, it's money. Yeah. It's, it, it makes sense from a financial standpoint. Like, if you're a Bears owner, you're like, yeah, we should do this. But if you're just, like, you know, a fan, you're like, I don't. Like, you wouldn't like it. No. Like, even the Vikings, their practice facility is. So was it in Egan now? It used to be in uh, Eden Prairie. They might have moved. They moved it. I think it's in Egan now. I mean, 
which is not even in the city they play in, where their stadium is. They practice in completely different areas. All their stuff, that all their facilities are somewhere else. The Packers have everything in one, one place. Right across the street from the arena is, you know, right, you know, Lambeau Field, you go across the street, there's a large medical facility there. They can do everything. Yeah, they can. Right there. You don't have to go places. You're right there. It's all local. It's all centralized. The Vikings don't have that. The Bears kind of have that now, but I mean, like, what they would like to have is what the Packers have because it's it's a yeah. it is a 365 day a year money making machine and that's what they want yeah it, i would want that too <laughs> I, would, I would like to have a money making yeah, machine. Awesome. fantastic <laughs> all right um so that's really all we're going to do in terms of packers talk though i mean we don't actually have even our actual practice yet we're just fun little stories that came up so we just wanted to touch on all of those Brewers come roaring out of the AL or the the All Star break here. AL wins the All Star game, which like always means something, but you know not a great deal. But I mean, it's out there. So the Yankees are going to win. Uh, they'll beat the Dodgers in the World Series in Game Seven. Yeah, that's baseball for you. Yeah, money beats not money. Well, yeah, and the gap is so huge. Yeah. Uh, somebody arguing with me on Twitter that uh, like I'm a terrible fan for saying that. You know what? It's a good year for the Brewers to to win a division and lose in the playoffs. And they're like, "You guys are just setting your expectations so low and allowing this team." It's like I'm not allowing. And I was like, "It's fantastic <laughs> they can do this." You know why? Because they shouldn't be able to do it at all. Going to the playoffs yeah. four years in a row is a crazy feat for a a small market team like Milwaukee. Like the the Royals had a perfect plan, right? Like they had a perfect plan. They built up. They traded everything away for years. They brought up a whole bunch of young guys all together. They won a World Series, and then they were terrible. <laughs> yeah. Immediately terrible. Like the next year, they were bad. And they have been bad since because there's no coming back. Well, you can build to that, and then it doesn't stay. They didn't have a four-year run of playoffs. No. Because they built to one. They built to that one time. They got their window of one, and they won it, which is incredible, and which is great. Yeah. The Pirates did all of that. They built up. They got their window of one, and they did not make it. No, was that was McCutcheon's yeah, MVP? Yeah, MVP season. They built to that year, and then it falls came, off and it goes apart. Short. And now they're back trying to start over again. And but it's hard. You can't. You're, there's no guarantee that you can build up, bring all those guys together, and get that one shot. And everybody's mad at the Pirates for not spending more money. You're like, why should they? Like they're trying to build up a minor league system so they can bring all these guys up at once, get a get a one year window to win, and get out. The Brewers have managed to have a window that has lasted several years. Uh, even with some players falling off, bringing a couple new guys, maintaining a core of the team, and they've they've done it, and it, it's not like football. Like the NFL, everybody spends the same money, and like you don't ha- you don't have to play for the Jets to make money. You don't have to play for a New York team to yeah. make money. You don't have to play for the Rams to make money. Aaron Rodgers makes as much as anybody in terms of getting commercial deals. Yeah, absolutely. Because the NFL is a different beast because everybody's got a chance. Oh, speaking uh, of contracts, you see the Kyler yeah. Murray? Uh, Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> he has to watch four hours of film a week. That's in his, in his contract. In his contract. <laughs> That's not a great idea to have to spell that out. And it says like he, he can't be like on his phone or distracted or like watching Netflix. That's like specified in it. That's amazing. I didn't see that. <laughs> it's like a, treating him like a child. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay that i mean 
the expectations on, on baseball are different because it is a very different economic beast. Um, the NBA, yeah, you can build up these small teams. It, the difference is, I, I don't know, some, some people just don't want to live in certain areas and things like that. And there is a built-up culture of the AAU where everybody thinks they're the greatest thing ever. There's max deals to all these guys who don't actually deserve it. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it's, that's just the way it goes in, in, in the major leagues. I mean, like, look at the Yankees. How many of those guys are homegrown? It's not a lot. No, it's not a lot. Judge might be. Judge was yes. Yeah. Judge was, but then you got like John Carlos Stanton. You've got uh, Gallo. You've got Matt I mean, Carpenter. Matt Carpenter. <laughs> it's like it's the whole team. Um, just based you know a couple guys they brought up, but also they have Gary Cole from the Pirates. Yeah, the guys that were brought up by the Pirates, the guys who were brought up by the Rangers, the guys who were brought up by the Marlins, all those guys come up through franchises all over because a lot of these teams are still drafting great talent, but you don't get to keep them because yeah. you can't outbid the Yankees if they want somebody on your team. They're going to get them. You're just a, it's a, it is like six teams and then a bunch of minor league teams in, in quadruple A is basically the yeah. Brewers. That's why baseball, as much as it's, it is America's game, but it's never going to surpass football in, obviously, fairness. Not again. No, I no. mean, it used to be the biggest thing ever. And despite what Aaron tries to tell us every week, baseball continues to make more money this year than it did last year. Um, baseball makes money like crazy. It doesn't make NFL money, but baseball makes a ton of money. And, uh, yeah. But as we were saying, the Brewers come roaring out of the gates here. They get three straight wins against the Rockies. I mean, it's the Rockies to 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 a certain extent. That's not they're the, fourth in the NL West. Yeah, I mean the top three though in the NL West are are pretty good teams. You yeah, have to say. I mean because you've got you know, Dodgers who are killing it, the Giants who have been looking very good. They, they I mean they won two games to the Brewers. The Brewers should have won down the stretch there before the All Star game, but. Uh, I, the, the Padres are a super talented team who underperform, quite honestly. Yeah, they do have – they have two $300 million contracts in their infield. <laughs> they have Tatis and Machado. Yeah. it's So that's that's their – they've got a rough group of people they've got to try to get past. So it's you could understand that. They've got a, a tough thing here. But, but basically the Rockies are the team Aaron keeps talking about wanting to be. Do you know this? The Rockies are the second highest batting average in all of baseball. They have the second highest batting average in all of baseball. Who's number one? The Blue Jays. Uh, and then no. the White Sox, Dodgers, Red Sox, who are god-awful. Oh, yeah, they're bad. Uh, the Twins, who are good. The Guardians, who are average. And then the Mets, Cardinals, and Braves round out the top ten. The Rockies have the second best batting average in baseball. They bat two sixty one as a team. Uh, the Brewers are obviously a little further down. They're 22nd, batting 237. Uh, but they took three straight games. I mean, at home, and we got Burns to start the first one, which is nice. Uh, probably one of the reasons why he didn't go to the All-Star game is also that he's scheduled to start game one coming out of the break, and he didn't want to pitch. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, he has that rough game to start off with. This, here's the other thing that I think is the biggest part of uh, this little three-game stretch, they're, they're playing right now, too, obviously, but the three-game stretch that I find most amazing is um, the comeback. Like, the, the that kind of scrappiness of, of coming back and winning games uh, rather than, like, there it goes. 
there it goes again. It's that feeling, right? Uh, game one right out of the break. Uh, it is the nothing, Col- right? yeah, Colorado ties it in the sixth, right? So it's a three to three game. Uh, in the tenth inning, Colorado scores two, uh, and then right away the Brewers score two right back, right? So I mean, like it's uh, Charlie Blackman gets a single, drives in a run, and there's a sacrifice fly by Rogers to make it five to three, and you're like, crap, what are we gonna do? Well, Hunter Renfro, who's been on fire in this series, the first three games he's got seven hits, three home. No, I'm sorry. Six hits, uh, three home runs, seven RBI. Yeah, he's hit a home run in every game, right? In every single one of the first three games, yeah. Hunter Renfro hit a home run. He homers here in the 10th. Urias gets a single that ties it up at the bottom of the... I'm sorry. He gets a two-run home run by by uh, Hunter Renfro to tie it up. Urias then comes in and wins the game in the 13th for the Brewers. They win 6-5. Um yeah, I mean, that's that's the game we talk about, right? You want to see that feeling from this team. This is what this team has done the last couple of years is find the way to, to consistently win those games. Um, they came back and had much better game the next day. They put out Woodruff and uh, – oh, sorry, things are going crazy on my computer screens here. Um, but they came out and looked much better having uh, Woodruff out there in the in the following game. He just pitched well. Team started hitting right away. They got up and they stayed up. So that's that's you know kind of what you'd rather see because you felt more comfortable watching that game. Um, but yeah, no. Then the next one you get is the the game the other day where Lauer goes out there. It's kind of back and forth. Brewers come back uh, late, get the uh, two run scoring double by McCutcheon to give the Brewers the lead, um, and then. Hold on with Hater, Hater making it close there. Like the tied yeah, up, was... get the two runs. You got two run lead. Hater gets the first two guys to strike out. You're feeling kind of confident. He gives up then the triple off the wall, and then yeah, that was pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, I was like, geez, we still got somebody else on base. Gets up uh, the singles and just, but then ends the game with Chris Bryant who. If any human being has fallen off the face of the earth faster than Chris Bryant has, uh, I don't know who they are, obviously. <laughs> well, remember. Andrew Luck, but that was... Well, it's because he retired. It's because he retired, yeah. And he just kind of went away. That's what I would do, too. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, Chris Bryant has the little chopper back to uh, Hater to end the game when he was trying to not hit that baseball. <laughs> Check swung on it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, it's nice to get that little start going there by, by this Brewers team. Uh, they're down now. It's still uh, two nothing, bottom nine. So the Brewers are trying to find a way to get that last one uh, going this way. But getting three out of four at home against the, what is a good hitting team? I mean, like they have been able to hit Brewers pitching. They've been able to hit everybody's pitching. They're, I mean, think about that too. Like they're the second best batting average in all of baseball, and they are going against Giants pitching, against Dodgers pitching. Against you know you Darvish who has found a way to be relevant again somehow, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean like it's it's rough, right? Like that team has found a way to hit. Yeah, they can definitely hit, but that shows like how how much, how much the game has changed. Yeah. Like I don't think we'll ever see a 400 hitter again. <laughs> I don't think it will because think know, how much the game like people just focus on power. Tony Gwynn was like the last chance we hear they had, and he's obviously not playing anymore. 
But I mean, like not not only this, but the Rockies are a are not a power hitting team. They are. I'm just trying to find where they are in, in actual home run numbers. They're 22nd. They only have 90 home runs. Yankees have 165. The Braves have 151. The Brewers are fourth with 131. Um, so yeah. Um, Does Judge have more home runs than a team? <laughs> he's at what 37 now, right? It's it's crazy. No, the Tigers are in last with 58. Oh, so yeah. No, the Guardians second to last with 74. So the Tigers are way below everybody else. Tigers are really bad. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, that just kind of goes into the whole thing. Like, why are teams going for the home run and, 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 and selling on batting average for right now? Because it works. It's definitely working. Like, you've got, I mean, if you could hit for average as well, that'd be great. But, I mean, like, the top teams and like, home runs. What's Aaron Judge hitting? Uh, he's actually hitting very well. That's true. Um, he, was player of the month. he was player of the month, Like, I think. Yankees, Braves, Astros, Brewers, top four uh, home run hitting teams. And in the average, you've got, you know, Blue Jays, Rockies, White Sox, Dodgers. And the White Sox are below average team, and the Rockies yeah. are a bad team. Uh, so, I mean, like, that's the teams that are doing well in home runs are winning. The teams that are doing well in batting average are kind of iffy. You, you know, some of them are good, some of them aren't. But, I mean, it's just the home runs, That that's how you win. Because, I mean, there's a point where, they got a, a two singles in a row. Like they get two hits to start the inning and then scored no runs because each of those hits drove in nobody. Yeah. You got to get two or three hits in order to get something that one home run gets you. I mean, depending yeah. on what the type of hits, obviously, but two doubles is two hits rather than one, one home run. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's the math. It's doing that weird metric of like, Hey, I don't have to hit as well if the ball goes all the way over the fence and I drive myself in like Byron Buxton made the all-star game. He's hitting two ten. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like probably barely hitting his body weight. And it's entirely possible. This will swing back the other way at some point where somebody's going to say like, you know what? I, I can't pay all these home run hitters. What if I just pay a bunch of guys who can really actually hit? I mean, the second best team bats two sixty one as a team. If you could build a team that could bat two eighty. Then maybe you got a chance. Maybe you get a shot at something there. But that's that's a whole different that's a whole different lineup. That's what you're you're basically going to have to change the way you think about this thing and all. And it's kind of the opposite of you know the Moneyball stuff, right? Yeah, I mean like Moneyball is this whole idea of like you know walks are as good as a hit. That was a crazy idea, just as crazy as we should just swing for home runs all the time because a walks as good as a hit. No, go back and look at when people batted 400. When Ted Williams batted 400, there were you don't take a walk, you get a hit. You also don't yeah. strike out looking. <laughs> you yeah, there was like no strike out looking. You just always swing. Yeah, you would not let yourself strike out looking because it was embarrassing for you. You struck out swinging if anything, and people didn't like strikeouts, but they would they would swing to hit, and they tried to make contact. And people were always playing to get hits because hits are what you did, and you tried to get a batting average up. And then they said, well, what if we just took walks? And then the Yankees in the 90s also changed it by saying, we're going to take more pitches because if we start taking pitches, and this is well before you, if we start taking pitches, we're going to get rid of their starting pitcher way faster because they'll get to 100 pitches way faster if I take the first pitch every time. What if I take, 
What if I make him have to throw me strikes? What if I don't swing? What if I take walks? It changed the way baseball was played by saying walks as good as a hit. And it seems reasonable and rational to us now. Guy on base, guy on base. Doesn't matter how you got there. That was a change in baseball's mental philosophy of how they did things. It changed the offense of the game. And then it changed how you pitched. And it changed how you did defense. And now the next change is, what if we just tried to get the guy to knock yourself in? Yeah. You could get more runs while still batting, you know, getting fewer hits because the defenses are getting good enough that it's harder to get hits. You say, why don't I just put it where you aren't? Meaning over the fence. So, yeah. It's just kind of the way baseball has evolved. And for a game that's that's always talked about as being lost in the past, look at baseball in in my lifetime, you know, from from the 80s through those those 90s uh teams through Moneyball through to now and say wow this is a these are some significant swings in how people think about baseball um like Ted Williams wouldn't know what to do with this game I think at this point um what do you do with him I mean he had power if he wanted it but I mean it's just different so the approach is very different. Yeah. Also, pitching would be a lot different. You know, Ted Williams wasn't going against a hundred every time because he couldn't throw the ball that hard. I mean, unless you were um, Walter Johnson, <laughs> that guy could throw it that hard. Well, the ball was a little was harder to throw that hard at that point too. Yeah. Was the one thing. Well, the one thing is that like we've talked on this show a little bit. Um, if you go back and actually look at some of these ones which they've done, uh, they go back and, uh, and and take it to say that our radar technology is way better now. They find a lot of the guys in the past were throwing 100. Um, not like way, way back. We don't have video of them. But, I mean, like yeah. Nolan Ryan definitely throwing 100. Yeah. He's, that dude is crazy good. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's kind of where, where that, that translates to. Um, I think I'm losing the internet spots here. But the Brewers finally uh, looks like they, I think they lost this one. But, I mean, like it's. It's a good start to this. They'll get to play the Twins again coming up, so that'll be another one. They split last time. The Brewers really should have won both of those last time, but yeah, obviously did was, not. Um, unfortunate. Twins are a good team. They hit well. They got some decent uh, pitching. Um, the other thing that's going off for the Brewers now is the Cardinals have had some issues recently, so Brewers are two-and-a-half game lead kind of right now in this time frame. But it's um, you know, just trying to find ways to stay on top of things and try to just find ways to win. You got to beat the bad teams. You take three out of four against Colorado, you find a way to maybe. Well, no, the Brewers are still in it right now. I'm sorry, I, I missed what was on there. Um, nobody outrunners in first and second as we're recording this, so we'll we'll kind of keep an yeah. eye on that. We'll probably be done before this game ends, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Oh, and on the Cardinals, um, Goldschmidt and. Uh, Nolan Arnado, they aren't traveling with the team because of vaccination status. Oh, okay. Well, that hurts, obviously, too. Then. That's going to hurt them, yeah. Because Goldschmidt was the best hitter last month in all of the NL. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, I'll just try to lock up a couple little things here. And uh, I'm trying to find a couple little fun things here. But we don't have a lot else to go on here, Josh. I don't know if you've got anything that you wanted to talk about as we get going but uh, uh time. i could talk about my projections for the packers defense oh, i don't think anybody really wants to hear that though so um i started looking at some prospects for next year's draft 
Uh, <laughs> okay. Some good. This is a good tackle class. Way too early. Good offensive tackle class okay. and good corners. Okay. Just keep that in mind. I mean, obviously, we have no idea what we're even going to need yet. But just saying, those are there's a lot of good tackles and corners. Okay. You can never not you can never not use a corner. That's true. This is an old Ron Wolf type of way. Always draft a corner. Always draft a quarterback. Or running isn't a running back now. You kind of always want to have. You kind of always do because they're only going to last three to five years, depending usually. And uh, yeah, you can always do something with that. Um, the last little things I'll throw in there just to give the updates again on the Northwoods League. Uh, we still have in the Great Lakes West region, which is mostly where most of the Wisconsin teams are. The Wisconsin Rapids Rafters continue to be number one. They're only ten in, in the last ten games. They're six and four. Uh, Woodchucks are only a game and a half back now. Uh, it's the Wausau Woodchucks, Green Bay Rockers, uh, three games back at nine and seven. Lakeshore Chinooks also nine and seven. My favorite name in 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 sports probably is the Fond du Lac Dock Spiders. That's uh, a great name. They are eight and ten, uh, four and five in their last. Well, it says last ten, but that's just because second half of the season's just kind of gotten going. Um. I must have had something else happen there. But, yeah, Mallard's way down at the bottom, which is odd. Normally, the Madison Mallards have a pretty decent decent team out there. Uh, Loggers have moved up a little bit. They're only a game back of the Eau Claire Express. Loggers, uh, lacrosse Loggers, a team I enjoy because they started while I was at UW-Lacrosse. Uh, so they play down Copeland Park, which they built up over the last several, well, the first couple of years there, they built a lot up out there. Uh, that's a fun area to watch a game. But yeah, the teams below those are the two Wisconsin teams out in the Great Plains East. Um, after that is the Duluth Huskies, the Waterloo Bucks, and the Minnesota Mud Puppies. So that's kind of where those teams are. There's a lot of other teams, but those are kind of the Wisconsin teams. Uh, the only other Wisconsin team out there is the Kenosha Kingfish, who are now famous for AJ getting Dillon, run over by AJ Dillon. <laughs> AJ Dillon running over Elvis, their mascot. Um, but they're nine and eight on the second half, uh, and they're three and a half games back of the uh, Traverse City Pit Spitters. Where is that? Traverse City, yeah. Now, I mean, Kenosha finished 17 and 19 in the first half, so they finished fourth place in that uh, division. Rapids won the first half. Doc Spiders. Rapids got, there. they got, Rapids has some people who are like already drafted, right? Yeah, they've had a pretty good. Wrote last several years, last I don't know, five years, they've had some really good teams. They set the record for best record by a Northwoods team. Um, what was that four years ago? It was before COVID. Yeah, they were like really good before then because they had can't remember. They maybe it's five years ago. I think they have somebody who's actually in the MLB right now. Yeah, I can't remember. It is always fun because some of these guys, like one of the guys who was there when I was with the loggers, was Max Scherzer pitched with lacrosse he's pretty good yeah he's had a a a decent career i'd say he's he's been all right yeah so it's fun to watch some of these guys and it's a wood bat league so it means college kids playing wood bat baseball it's a lot of fun to see um we went the last time we went out to it's been a while since we actually went to the rafters games um but one of the first ones we went to was actually through my work at the time josh and i went and my work got the uh all-inclusive thing so we had all the hot dogs we could eat pregame and stuff like that, and all the soda. And Josh was just living, just La, la Vita Loca, you know, like, <laughs> la, what are the, the Dolce Vita, you know, the Italian, like the the sweet life. He's like, all the soda I can have. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. 
Those are good times. I don't even know if they won or lost, though, because I was too hyped up on soda. <laughs> it's good when you go to the Brewer games and you go to those sections. I don't know if you've ever been in one of those. Your mother and I have gone to a couple of those where you get in the all-inclusive sections, like the Dew Deck. The Dew Deck is amazing. If you get well, a chance club to get seats. those. Club seats are pretty nice. I don't know if that counts, though. It's not all-inclusive. Um, we're going to be in a suite in a couple weeks, uh, Josh and I and the family here. Uh, Aaron's not invited, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, we're going to go to one of those ones and uh, get a suite. And that's pretty great because there's food included in the suite, but it's still pretty expensive. But the, the price of the ticket for getting into the do deck, because normally it's a like a class reunion or a work event or something like that gets the do deck. But they don't always use all the tickets. So sometimes you can buy individual tickets to places like the do deck or the... Um, was it the Toyota Territory, the Tundra Territory thing? Yeah, they're like, like super cheap for the Toyota Tund- Territory, aren't they? Uh, I don't know if they're cheap. But the thing is, like, if you go to the Dudek, there's, like, bratwurst and hamburgers and cookies and, you know, stuff all free. Um, so it's like, wow, this is, you know, and the sodas are free. You pay for the beer. But, I mean, it's a fantastic deal, basically, to get in there. And you get um, to meet a bunch of people on a, a class reunion. Yeah, maybe. Sick. We went there for your mom's class reunion um, several years back. We went to one that was there. They also have the do deck. Has actually got that climbing wall. People are climbing oh, on the thing right. all the time. Yeah, and then they like put it on the the jumbo, timer, the jumbotron. They have to climb to the top. Yeah, that's always fun. So yeah, it's a there's a lot of really cool things. The one I want is the one in the right field, um, the wall, where your field level eating at the tables there. And like, I wonder how much those are though. I've looked at it and I don't remember it, which means it was not a good price. Yeah. <laughs> the price point was not exciting for me. So, yeah. All right. Thank you again, everybody, for joining us. Like we said, we're going to keep it pretty light this week. We've had three baseball games and we're talking about an owner's meeting. So, <laughs> that's where well, we we'll have something to talk about next week. So, um, stay tuned. Yeah. Well, are you hiding something from me? Like, you've got news I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll bring back Josh next week and uh, Aaron, Josh, and I can talk a little Packers preview and start getting ready for a season that's coming up here. Start getting ready for some... Uh, we'll, we'll be so busy, it'll be hard to fit everything in an hour because we'll have Packers and we'll have Badgers and we'll have Brewers going on yet and we'll see how we Ten do. days till the first NFL football. Oof. We got ten days. It's so exciting. It's going to be great. This is going to be so yeah. good. I'm very excited for this. Football is the... Uh, the bread and butter of talking Wisconsin sports for the most part, I think. So it's going to be great. We are, we are big football fans around here. So. Can't wait for a weekend where it's Badgers and then Packers. Yeah. All right. Thank you again for joining us, everybody, uh, across Wisconsin, across the U.S. and around the world. Uh, whether you are on the town or on the go, always remember that it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at ScottyJohnny1 or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.